0: Hey, soul fam, it's your girl D. Thank you as always for showing up for you. Getting started is the most important step in the right direction and probably the hardest because it's a clear indication that something within you wants to change and you have to accept that. And showing up means you've started on your own journey to self discovery, and I'm proud of you. I am back with another episode on the journey back to self, and today I'm going to talk about all things related to the concept of fear. How a lot of us let fear consume our being and our minds and push our soul so far away from being in alignment with our higher self than we can even imagine. But before I get started with this, I sincerely hope you're all having a blessed day today. Don't forget to look around and find things to be grateful for in your life, in the good and the bad. And do not forget to give yourself grace during the highs and the lows. Do it because like I always say, both your inner child and your higher self deserve that sense of loving kindness every single day, and your physical being deserves to experience what real peace and serenity is like. And remember, I'm here to help you get in touch with your spiritual side and learn what it means to fully step into your power and rekindle your self-confidence and create the life of your dreams while learning to heal your soul through living a more conscious awakened life rather than a reactive one. May you quiet your mind and find peace in your heart and healing in your soul as you spend time with me here at the Journey Back to Self podcast. When I decided that I wanted to create an episode on this concept of fear, I began looking in some of my journals that I've written in and I came across this really compelling journal entry. I started and finished on 12 31 2020 titled living my truth all of 2021 so new year's eve i did this and i honestly hadn't picked up this notebook until after i got home from my road trip across america in mid-november of this year since i had written in this notebook last year and i can't remember why but i didn't end up going out last year on new year's which for anyone who knows me this isn't a huge surprise i'm pretty much just like a homebody and if anything i'd rather have a drink uh, or a glass of wine with the people that mean the world to me with a nice dinner or not a drink at all it doesn't have to be with any type of alcohol Alcohol, but I'm pretty much just the type to really want to engage primarily in any type of s- dynamic or situation that nourishes my soul. So basically, instead of parting, I wrote down every single intention I wanted to manifest and every goal I had at this time to be a better person and progress and how to execute these goals. I categorized the ways in which I plan to live my truth all year long in 2021 by writing exactly what I knew I needed to do to render the most profound results. And number six says, let fear guide you. And I'm going to say verbatim. What I wrote down in this journal entry because it is very compelling. And if any of you ever wonder why I speak to myself in third person or write to myself in third person, it's because I envision my higher self speaking to me as a guide as I channel what I would imagine her being like. I envision her with a wealth of knowledge and wisdom I haven't uncovered today at this point in time and I speak as though she is bestowing upon me all that she knows with grace telling me what I need to do and the changes I need to make in order to progress. I have honestly talked to myself in the third person on really challenging days since I was like maybe nine years old or something like that. I basically used to look at myself in the mirror and envision my higher self looking back at me as being a source of love and light and guiding me through my hardest days. But back then I didn't know what a higher self was or what an inner child was or anything. And I don't know what led me to do this in the first place but as I grew, I used to refer to this courage within me as my little lit flame that has never died out no matter how bad my life got. And if you've ever listened to the podcast episode that I recorded called Inner Child and Ego, How to Recognize and Heal Both, I talk about how this is a very powerful mechanism to use when healing your own soul but when I was a child I had no idea what any of this meant. I just knew it made me feel better so I did it a lot. So I wrote and spoke to myself in the third person as if my higher self was guiding me and I said D. Befriend fear. Don't let it control you in any way in any instance at all ever. In order to build your self-confidence let fear be your north star and legitimately guide you. See fear as an indicator and stop resisting it and the feelings of anxiety that it renders. It tells you what you have to do. A general rule of thumb. The more scared you are to do something the more you have to do it. The things that scare you the most are the things that mean the most to you. Facing these fears will enable you to grow the most and will lead you right to fulfilling your potential. D. Feel the fear and do all the things that scare you anyway. You have to remember that fear will never go away as long as you have boundaries of what is comfortable for you and what is uncomfortable for you. Acknowledging and channeling that fear but going for what makes you feel scared anyway will empower you to become a better version of yourself. Going after what frightens you will make you feel super uncomfortable but you will be growing during this time and will end up closer to who you really are and will be that much closer to living a very purpose-filled, happy life. Do not let fear hold you back. Instead, let it be your best friend that guides you. Let it take you to all the places you've wanted to go but felt too afraid. Let fear take you to achieve all the things that you thought were impossible because once you do it, you will feel so empowered to continue on that path. Sis, in order to fully embrace fear and allow it to guide you, you have to consciously answer this question. What fear is holding you back? Dig deep in your subconscious mind and your soul. Even visit with your inner child if you feel like that is necessary to figure out all the reasons fear is holding you back. Once you have a list of what fear or fears are holding you back evaluate those responses deeply to determine what past life traumas or paradigms have developed for you to have these fears and why they've developed and devise a plan and use affirmations every single day consistently to change these beliefs because these responses are called limiting beliefs and we all have them and remember d these are just stories that going without doing any soul work our subconscious mind believes are true based on our childhood experiences and traumas that are really just meaningless narratives that our conscious mind go along with and act on the basis of because some people aren't living conscious enough lives to know that these in fact can't be changed and the entire trajectory of their lives can also be changed as a result and then some of us choose to level up our mindsets and get rid of those limiting beliefs and really allow fear to guide us and allow fear to take us places we have never imagined possible and then some people are consumed by how their egos are keeping them stuck right in their comfort zone to keep them feeling safe without even a single thought of facing their old paradigms. Limiting beliefs are normally included in those old conditioned thought patterns and paradigms that go back to how each of our inner children and egos develop and shape our realities and become the literal reason people stay in their comfort zone. Do what you need to do to get where you want to be. Start by getting rid of your limiting beliefs. That was an extremely powerful journal entry, if you ask me, that I actually forgot about up until probably three weeks ago, and here I am facing my own fears, starting a podcast. I'm starting a couple other endeavors that I'm not going to mention quite yet, but regardless, I'm doing what I have to do to be the person that I want to be, and it is scary. When I first started podcasting, I was like, it I didn't know anything about the ins and outs of how to podcast or where to even start. But you know what? I looked up a couple YouTube videos and got started anyway. And here I am recording podcast number five with multiple episodes planned. And here I am just going with the flow. You don't have to be ready to just to get started. If you wait till you're ready, you're never going to be ready and you're never going to dive headfirst into what you know you want to do. So just get started today with a small step, even if it means showing up for yourself. I'm going to discuss all things related to fear and relate what I know to be true about fear and which it comes from in the human brain based on the conversations I've had with my therapist and connecting all of that information to my own healing journey and what I've done to heal my soul and how I've dealt with fear and anxiety. So basically, I grew up in a home that was completely fueled and riddled with opioid prescription abuse. There was some doctors in town that would not stop prescribing these lethal drugs to my family members after invasive surgeries for specifically both of my parents and illegally prescribed a prescription to another one of my loved ones. At the age of 17, with no parental consent or proper medical evaluation, they weren't going to stop. We brought attorneys in. There was nothing we could do because of HIPAA. And the only reason that they did eventually stop is because the state came in and audited these uh, three males that are physicians in my hometown of Chautauqua County. And they shot hundreds of people off cold turkey and that turned into alcoholism and heroin abuse respectively amongst my loved ones. So nothing ever got better for me. I only ever knew fight or flight. I never knew from one morning when I get on the bus what I would be presented with when I got home off the bus. It it never it was never ending cycle of fight or flight. So because these situations were bad and there was only harmful or adverse Uh, Outcomes, Especially because these were repeated every single day of my life. It made me fear the cues of these outcomes in other situations. And I'll explain this. And just to give you guys an idea of actually how bad this was. My mom alone was prescribed a cocktail of drugs that included 18 different meds four times a day high milligrams, some were opiates, some benzodiazepines, muscle relaxers. Honestly, if you name it, she was probably on it. They also fueled my dad's prescription drug abuse on top of his pain management doctor out of Buffalo being jailed and stripped of his license to practice because he was overprescribing time-release oxycodone, which is OxyContin created by Purdue Pharma, for those of you who don't know this. But the doctor had been overprescribing for long enough that he was able to be federally indicted, and that's not an easy feat. My dad was seeing this doctor specifically out of Buffalo for severe pain due to having undergone multiple invasive back surgeries but I just remember watching this addiction unfold and I remember thinking as a child this is really weird why is the doctor not realizing that there's an addiction unfolding here and I was literally a fourth grader maybe in fifth grade when I was thinking like this so there's really no reason or excuse that these doctors never knew that their patients were getting addicted to these drugs so as you can imagine growing up around all of this was very intense and stressful and made me grow up way faster than any child should ever have to and it led me down a path of living in fear for a very long time from a really young age. I used to go into any store or see someone on drugs as i drive down the road and my brain would immediately go into severe fight or flight because I was recognizing the same cues I I would as a child in dealing with my family high off the prescription opiates and other medications in a situation around me in real time at a store or something. And when my brain would recognize this, it would react the same way that I would when I was a kid. Even though the person I was looking at was a stranger that was on drugs, it didn't matter at all. I would still freeze and feel scared. I have been so conditioned to feel scared in any situation where I can tell if someone is on drugs, which, unfortunately, I'm really good at being able to automatically tell if someone is high or not. And a specific example of this is when I was driving down the street probably about two years ago at this point, and I went over a bridge and saw all these cars passing this man by who I could tell was very, very high, trying to catapult himself over the edge, but couldn't leverage his own weight to get over the other side, and he wasn't very big at all. I immediately pulled over and called 911, I freaked out. I got to a point where I couldn't even look at him trying to jump as the police were trying to ask me questions. I couldn't catch my breath and I was hysterically bawling my eyes out. This was after I started therapy and had been going steady with it for about a year. I know I never saw any of my loved ones trying to jump off a bridge, but have I held their hands on the darkest days of their lives to their drug addictions as a child, not even understanding or being able to process my own emotions effectively? I sure have. And seeing this entire dynamic and having my brain recognize this as a relatable situation, I just completely lost it. I'd been so conditioned to be scared because of what I would... Growing up, that anytime I saw a situation that my brain could relate to, I'd go right back to the way in which I used to react. Anytime I see something that indicates drug abuse in any situation, I used to get super scared and still sometimes find myself super anxious if I see something that triggers me. But now I have ways to get through it quickly and keep it moving, completely detached from the situation. Another good example of how I've effectively dealt with fear is when I was in Nashville, Tennessee during my recent road trip around America. I was alone and it was a Friday night, so I decided to have the Uber driver take me downtown and I was wandering around, minding my own business, but as the night went on, the bars had become so packed, it was absolutely ridiculous. I kind of began to feel anxious because I started thinking way too deep about why people always have to just live for the weekend and get so beyond inebriated and let their lives spiral out of control for a night, which for some turns into a lifestyle, to which I responded to myself, D, it's none of your business. It's a bunch of unhealed humans and inner children screaming for help out here. Meanwhile, physically, these people are thinking they're living their best lives. I consciously detached emotionally from this entire situation. I called an Uber and I went back to my hotel. Guys, please don't get me wrong. I am not bashing, ridiculing, judging anybody who likes a good night out with their friends. I've done it, don't get me wrong, but I am to a place in my life now where I've raised my own level of consciousness and I will continue to choose what is best for me day in and day out. And if I'm in a situation and I'm the only sober one around hundreds of completely drunk people, you know, that rendered some feelings that didn't sit right with me. So that's why I just use this example because personally in my life, I don't want to contribute to normalizing this type of environment when I know what normalizing this type of environment can do to people. It can destroy their livelihood in the worst case scenario and I've seen the worst case scenario my entire life. As I sit here and I reflect on my entire life, it's really so sad that I let myself spiral out of control when I'd see something that triggered a fear response within me because it's happened hundreds of times over the years and I never understood why even when I'd see a stranger on drugs, did it affect me as badly as it did. I didn't understand why I would overestimate a perceived threat and then not be able to control my thoughts and emotions. Well, after starting therapy, I've learned that Fear cannot be conquered by trying to run from it or by ignoring it or by letting it consume me, but by facing it head on and learning positive ways to deal with and detach from the feelings and emotions it renders. I only knew how to communicate with my soul and inner child from my own level of self awareness, which wasn't very high. But through actively doing soul healing work and giving my all to every single accelerated resolution therapy session, I have become more mindful through meditation and have learned to set and enforce boundaries and I've never loved myself more. What I just explained to you is basically the Pavlovian conditioning whereby I used to continue learning new sources of fear and capitalizing on them almost to keep my ego and inner child feeling safe and secure even though I was putting myself through so much more harm going into fight or flight upon being presented with this perceived threat. My inner child and ego felt more at ease going into fight or flight and reacting the same way I was conditioned to versus learning to react differently at the start of my healing journey because honestly that's all I've ever known and your inner child pain body and ego dynamic sits within you acting as the blueprint or the lens through which you view life today and how you should respond to the stimuli around you whether that is positive or negative and if you start to respond to the stimuli around you in a way that your inner child pain body ego dynamic and ultimately your subconscious mind is not used to sometimes that can render feelings of more fear and scarcity than you would expect just because you are are doing something that is better for yourself in real time, your subconscious mind still expects you to react in the same way that you did when you were a child and when you don't react the same way that you used to when you were a child, sometimes it can render more feelings of fearfulness and scarcity than you would honestly expect just because your subconscious mind kind of doesn't really know what to do because you're in the process of changing. But don't let those feelings hold you back because you know what? If you continue at it and you continue showing up for yourself and you continue finding ways to cope and ways to detach from you know the fear and change your subconscious mind ultimately you will end up in a much better place doing that and eventually you will get to a place where you are able to look at yourself looking back at you in the mirror and be genuinely proud of who you are. You will love yourself endlessly. You will feel so rewarded and so liberated by the work that you've put in knowing you've got yourself to the place that you are in your life and on your own healing journey. It's almost euphoric to be honest and let me just tell you I did not know any of this was even possible when I started started healing my soul. I did not know I could feel so good. I did not know it was possible. But what I did know, I was sick and tired of feeling how I had to feel every single day of my life. I just knew something was not right and I knew I needed help. So when I went to a medium back in 2018 and she handed me the business card to the therapist that I see now, that was an opportunity for me to change my life and I took it and I ran with it and I haven't given up on myself since. And I want to let you guys know in accelerated resolution therapy, like I say, it's not traditional talk therapy. Your brain does the work. You don't even have to talk in a session. The therapy is completely incredible. It's absolutely amazing. And to know that your brain is powerful enough to do the work to heal itself, essentially, is completely remarkable. I don't even have words for it. But I want to let you guys know I've stuck with it for three years. It'll be three years. Yeah, it's past three years. And I've stuck with it for this long. And most people can be healed from their past traumas in five to seven sessions. My trauma has been so bad and so horrible that I've stuck with it for three years and I will not give up on myself. I will not stop going to therapy. This kind of helps me channel the things I've learned and uh, promotes growth in my life as well, podcasting does. But I just had a session like three days ago and I have another session on the 26th of this month. So I'm actively doing the work myself, teaching you guys and trying to help you get on a path to heal yourself as well. Like I always say, healing your soul will be by far the most challenging journey that you ever embark on in your entire life. But you know what? The reward outweighs any type of risk or anything like that because the the feelings that you eventually begin to feel like eternal pride for who you are as a being on this planet. Unconditional love for yourself. You feel free. You feel just so amazing. And you know what the most remarkable part of all of this really comes down to being is none of the feelings rendered by your healing journey is attached to anything outside of your soul because you've done it and you've changed yourself. Nothing else could have ever done that ever. And that right there is the best part of all of this. So when you begin healing, yourself and you begin your own journey and doing things that are much better for your mind, body, and soul and things that are in alignment with your higher self, your ego and inner child act as this little voice inside of your mind that perpetuate narratives to keep you stuck right where you're at, not changing or working to change the way you frequently react or have reacted in the past. We can call that voice inside your head your little liar and it fills you with rhetoric based on fear that you believe because if you're at a place I used to be at prior to starting therapy, maybe you haven't ever experienced anything different than identifying with these conditioned toxic fear Thoughts. If this is you, which we all have limiting beliefs and some of us don't even understand that we have them, but it's really important here that you sit down and get serious about changing your limiting beliefs and changing these toxic thought patterns that are not conducive to your growth or success and are not going to allow you to even ever meet your highest self. So you need to sit down and get serious about figuring out what these limiting beliefs are and how they're detrimental to you and your growth, which means you have to go back to those questions I offered in the first episode if you have not listened to that and go ahead and start to think about what you actually think about in a day. What thoughts are channeling through you that really are not conducive to your growth and success, but that you don't really recognize all the time because they're not at the forefront of your to-do list or whatever you have to do for the day. So overall, fear is an emotion that triggers our nervous system that causes us to feel scared in the event that we are presented with a perceived threat or an encounter, what each of us believes to be a dangerous situation. So we fall back into conditioned thought patterns sometimes and feel the need to reconsider what we believe to be the next race up. Sometimes we will obsessively cut every part of whatever it is we are facing. And now notice I said a perceived threat. It is what our brains are telling us we need to feel afraid of. And most of the time it really is ridiculous and absolutely irrational. Or maybe it is a legitimate threat of some sort. But our brains naturally overestimate the threat the majority of the time. And I will use my own story again as an example. But to reiterate, me seeing somebody that appeared to be high on drugs and I knew that for some reason for the longest time, I my brain automatically overestimated this threat. Like I was going to end up in a situation that I used to with my mom or somebody else in my family per se and I would get really scared. This was obviously up until the point I realized I had full control over my reality and I could choose the way I wanted to respond to the stimuli around me, but it took a while for me to even get to the point where I recognized this. So my last therapy session was based on the concept of fear and its origins, and I've come to the conclusion here, I'm going to go deep into fear and kind of my my take on all of this with my own healing aspect attached to it a little bit based on the conversation I recently had with my therapist. So fear is a natural primitive emotion that has definitely been at the forefront of the evolution of mankind because each of us has always had the inherent ability to feel scared even as infants, like before we even know what we are feeling or before we can even understand what feelings are. When each of us feels fear, it is an indication that there is a presence of what each of us believes to be an immediate threat, no matter if it's a physical or psychological threat. And if you think about it, from the beginning of time, people were literally fighting for survival. So basically, they experienced a biochemical reaction to a perceived threat and it will normally and has normally manifested in some type of physical response that embodies fight or flight and every person also experiences an emotional response to a perceived threat that is unique to them. And I say that fear has helped shape human evolution and it definitely is part of the broader human conditioning because like cavemen in the most basic terms had to fight to survive and sometimes we're going up against God only knows what type of wild animals or other groups of people but that's not the reality today in an ever-globalizing world that we are a part of now. In fact, realistically fear has manifested in many different ways as the overall human experience has evolved and changed. People are experiencing different types of situations that trigger a response to a stimuli that they perceive to be a threat based on how they were raised amongst other stimuli they've just learned to be fearful of over time. And sometimes the fears are overestimated and completely irrational, but a lot of people don't understand that they can actually stop their own thoughts before going down a rabbit hole of toxicity with regard to what they are afraid of because of their own level of consciousness and their own inability to stay in the present moment. Either way, we really need to start shedding light on the fears that most of us suppress in our subconscious mind and really evaluate what they are and come to terms with them, befriend them, and figure out a way to deal with life while walking through them. Because fear is actually fate. Um, It's perceived threats that we make up in our minds based on our conditioned thought patterns, guys. It's not anything that we can't change. And the fears that hold most of you back really need to take a back seat to what you want out of life. Because if you let fear be the driver of where you're headed, you're not going to get very far. And you really need to work on controlling your fears rather than continuing to allow them to control you. Because a lot of the fears that people have today really control their minds and they operate from a fear-based paradigm and don't even realize it and it's holding them back from taking the steps necessary to evolve. Whatever it is that makes you fearful is only able to make you feel that way because you unconsciously back that series of thoughts with strong emotions which in turn will make you feel even more scared of your perceived threat because when you add emotion especially strong emotions to a thought the thought will only grow and you will only end up going down a steep hole of many toxic thoughts that feed the conditioned thought pattern that is based on what you are afraid of. And the cycle of perpetuating thought paradigms and patterns goes back to the way in which our subconscious minds are shaped by what we see here and the energies we are surrounded by up to the age of seven. If you haven't listened to my second podcast episode, I really dive into what paradigms are, how to change yours, and why it's kind of necessary to do so in order to affect lasting change in your life. So if you're interested, I would highly recommend going to listen to that one. But this is also where generational trauma and conditioned patterns in our lives occur and manifest. Fear creates these thoughts and ideas that we store in our subconscious mind and live in and act on the basis of every day. It's what keeps us from taking a risk or a leap of faith, and it really keeps us all cozy in our comfort zones that, let me just say real quick, will end up killing. your dreams every single time it's not about resisting fear either because remember y'all what you resist persist, and will grow in size no matter what especially if you're one of the people that can effectively make up whatever excuses and use these excuses as leverage to avoid facing making the decisions you've been pondering just to make yourself feel at ease because you don't want to face the perceived threat itself and I don't really want to come off as being extremely brutally honest but you can count on me to be honest with you so here we go this screams a victim mentality and that's the bottom line and I would advise doing some sort of work to get out of this headspace because before you know it you'll end up waiting your entire life for the cue or whatever signal or sign your mind is telling you that you need to see to feel that it is okay to make the decision to progress no matter if the decision means you end up moving getting a new job leaving a toxic relationship or even asking someone on a date it's actually about feeling every ounce of that fear and taking the leap of faith anyway it's about befriending fear and dancing with it while staying in the present moment as much as possible tony robbins talks about this a lot and he says that you basically need to find a way to retrain your brain to become more fearful of settling for a life that is far lower than your potential or the life of your dreams rather than being so scared of the what-ifs and staying where you are at now. He literally said in a video I watched, I can be fearful and I can do it anyway. I don't have to get rid of the fear, I just have to dance with it. And he explains that you literally just have to train yourself to do it anyway despite whatever excuses you feed yourself that support you not going after what you want out of life. And also for some people fear isn't even about being scared or facing anything. It comes down to how much they care about what other people think. This leads me to the next point that I want to speak on because the way the media controls most of our lives today based on society's unrealistic standards and expectations that a lot of people feel as though they need to meet, they begin to care so much about what others think that they refuse to take one step out of their comfort zone because they don't know how to control their thoughts and get out of the toxic headspace that tells them that they need to care about what others think about them or what others are saying. And hear me out. It's super important to understand that if you are on the edge of taking a leap of faith to better your own life and somebody has something negative to say about it, it has everything to do with that other person and absolutely nothing to do with you, your goals, your endeavors, the person that you are. Whatever you're doing is something that that other person wants or they're seeing something in you that they want and they're insecure about it because they are also too worried about what whoever else is saying whatever to take their own leap of faith. They want to be who you are so they have something negative to say about it. That's the bottom line. Don't hold back because of the media or what you think the neighbor is gonna say or what you think your friends are gonna say. If you don't have support, go ahead and take that leap of faith anyway. Set yourself up for as much success as possible and if you fall flat on your face, you fall flat on your face. There are a lot of golden nuggets and a lot of amazing life lessons to be learned in failure. And honestly guys, you might not even fail at all. You might succeed in ways that you didn't even realize were possible or even imaginable at the point you started. So just get started today without a care in the world about what anyone else is saying or about honestly what lessons you learn what blessings come your way just get started if it feeds your soul it feeds your soul and you deserve to become the best and highest version of yourself and real quick guys if you are somebody who finds yourself caring too much about what other people might perceive your reality as if you do take a leap of faith or care too much about what they might think or say it is time that you start unfollowing these people because if they're making you feel insecure at all in any way shape or form and not showing any part of their lives that are imperfect, then that is toxic and you should probably hit the unfollow button because it's doing nothing for your mental health and you're gaining nothing from um, engaging with this individual or the people that you are following. So you should really start to follow things that feed your soul and feed your brain and help you grow in ways that you maybe didn't don't know were possible right now and accounts that will help you flourish, not ones that will make you feel insecure and bad about your current reality. Because if you are no longer actually exposed to what you think you care so much about, especially on social media, anymore, you will literally begin to grow in ways that you don't even realize are possible at this point in time. It's kind of like when something's out of it's out of mind. When you're not exposed to something that makes you feel insecure, you're not going to feel insecure about it. So, that being said, guys, this episode is coming to a close. I could probably keep going, but I'm not going to. If you have any questions, as usual, please send me a DM. I will try to get back to you and help you as much as I possibly can or answer any questions that you have. If you listen to this on iTunes, please go ahead and rate and review this episode so we can increase the algorithm and reach more people and change the world together. That being said, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and enjoy this episode. I am so grateful to have all of you listeners here. I can't even express it in words. Heal yourself because you deserve it.